0: I'm Rosalind Singleton. I represent love, everything about promoting God, and I am here on the Unconventional Christian Podcast.
1: Yes, and I'm Ray Singleton. I represent love, laughter, and positivity, and you are now listening to the Unconventional Christian Podcast.
2: What's good? Welcome to the Unconventional Christian Podcast, and my name is Ladoon, and once... Again, we have some amazing guests here today. I would love to introduce. Um, y'all might already have come across them. You might have seen them. They've gone viral. Um, umpteen time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, love is winning, man. And I think it's just, I'm, I'm, I am honored, first of all, to have you guys here today. It's a blessing. I know you guys do this. Do people ask you to do interviews all the time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, y'all could have easily said no. So I'm, I'm just I'm I'm wow. thankful that, you know, um, in spirit that you guys were able to, to be obedient and and, and and come be a light to the world. Because I think it's so important that people get to hear and see the light that comes from the both of you. You know what I mean? And that was
1: beautiful, bro. Thank you, you Absolutely. the show after yeah. that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what is it, And Yeah, right. yeah see, we're good. We'll Yo,
2: <laughs> so uh, you okay. know what? I, I, I'm going to let y'all introduce yourselves. You know, I, I'll introduce you as Ray and that's Rosalind. But you guys <laughs> tell, tell us more about who you guys are.
1: Okay,
0: ladies first. Absolutely. Um, So I am Rosalind Singleton. Uh, I am from Lugoff, South Carolina. It's about uh, this big. um, (laughs) Very small town. I uh, graduated in 2001. Coming up on my 20-year high school reunion this year, which which is very, very aggressive, and we'll talk about it another time because I'm still letting it marinate my spirit. Um,
2: Painful, I know. (laughs) I know. I'm right there with you.
0: (laughs) Uh, but we look good though, and that's all that matters, because God. God is dead. So yeah. Um, I am a Navy veteran and I am a two-time bra- uh, brain cancer survivor. Um, mm-hmm. So it's uh a, a few things that a, a, few things, <laughs> yeah. a few things that I've accomplished uh thus far by the grace of God. So uh, and I was even so gracefully happened to marry a super fast, so come fine. on.
1: Come on. I'll let- fresh out the chair.
0: We'll talk about the face yeah. another time too. But the- yes, that that is who I am, Roslyn Singleton.
1: <laughs> Great segue into who I am. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm the person who puts a smile on this beautiful person. Hey, yeah, hey, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm Ray, man. Uh, Ray Singleton uh, from Charleston, South Carolina. We're currently living in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, musician by day and night. Uh, Sales guy, I do it all, man. Hustle, sell clothes. As you can see, my brother has the beautiful hoodie on right now, courtesy of Eleven O Four. Gang gang, yeah,
2: yeah no Eleven O Four, baby. Eleven O Four.
1: Yeah, we appreciate we appreciate being here, man. We, yeah, we ready to get into it, bro.
2: Hey, man. So look, um, you know, of course, for me, um, I came across your story through Instagram originally. Um, and then getting to see it on Ellen, which was an amazing thing. You know, um, it's just crazy how God works. And um, but you know, it's so much backstory to who you guys are before all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, of- for me, I like I like to do the groundwork. So, like, I really want to know. So, how did you guys meet?
1: You, I'll I'll give this one because I, I do I do the shortest version of this story. Um, it was. <laughs> <laughs> November 5th, 2016, uh, we were at an all-black party that neither of us wanted to be at.
0: Both outfit um, and clothes and people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, all-black. all, yeah, all black. Um, mm. I, I didn't, like, my friends bought my tickets. Her friends bought our tickets. It was a last-minute decision for both of us. Um, right. The party's at night. I have on sunglasses inside. I'm going down the escalator with my sunglasses on. Again, it's 10 o'clock at night, and I'm inside a building. And the first thing I hear uh, my future wife say <laughs> is, Where are you going with them stupid ass sunglasses? <laughs> and uh, I, I, I replied to her that I'll be back for her in 35 seconds. Uh, so, so I turned around, went right back up the escalator, tried to find her, found her on the dance floor. I'm thinking, Okay, this is, this is my time. You know what I'm saying? She then gave me the open, this is my time. I asked her to dance. She says, No, I don't dance with strangers. <laughs> Say, uh, all right, <laughs> cool, all right. so she, we go our separate ways. The party's getting ready to uh, end. I feel a tap on my shoulder, uh, and it's her phone in my face saying, "Hey, put your number in here. I'm getting ready to leave." Mm. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> word." <laughs>
2: so I really
1: don't really understand your game right now, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm in. And um, we ended up at the same late night spot um her friends her and her friends were sitting down their food had just hit the table I go over there and introduce myself to her and her friends and I asked to bless the food uh mm. yeah yeah and uh <laughs> and apparently that was the that was the moment of the night that was that, it that was it. that's
0: all I needed <laughs> I, that was all I needed
1: yeah I texted her I said let's go to dinner the very next night and uh we've been together ever since man mm. I love it this is an, an it's an unbelievable <laughs> it's crazy. story. Unbelievable story, yeah, it's man.
2: Crazy. Wait, so from that time in 2016 till when? When did you guys get married?
0: November fourth,
2: 2018. Love it. Woo. Yeah. No, no, no. So you know, I had I had a million questions in between that would lead to like, how did you know she was the one? But after he blessed the food, you knew he was the one.
0: I mean, you know, it was that and it was honestly uh, <clears throat> a combination of that and when I had initially met Ray, um, just his, you know, people's spirit. I'm a very good, I'm big on energy. I'm big on vibes. I read people. I feel like I try to read people very well. Um, and he just has always, since day one, presented himself as a very like genuine, just a very calm, whole spirit. And I was like, he is so different and very cute. Okay. And then when he prayed, I said, oh, all right, Jesus, I got it. I, hey, I
2: that's, So, that's,
0: yeah.
2: That's, that's divine alignment. But 100%. Nobody and
0: re- else. And, re- and received it all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, 100%. Not
2: to mention your ability to discern, because discernment is major. Huge. You, know I mean? Huge. So you, were, you were able to, to kind of, like, see who he was from afar. And Correct. you also knew in that moment that this person was the one for you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the same thing. The energy, the vibe. Um, she she was different. And and we always say this like we feel like we've known each other 10 plus years. Like, wow. like for the quarantine, like people we thought there's an issue of you're in the house together with something. We literally spend all day, every day with each other, and don't really don't get tired of each other. Even now. We
0: really don't. We're both remote. We yeah. both work at home every single day. And
1: yeah, we had
2: absolutely nothing to do with this. This is all. This is no. That's that's like ideally. I, I tell people all the time that it's. You know, I can say from afar that it feels like you guys are each other's soulmates, and you know, people say that they use that soulmate thing so loosely. loosely yeah. yeah, but you know, from what I've seen, from you know, I've had I've had conversations with Ray outside of instagram yep. just having pure one-on-one conversation i feel like one time me and you were talking on the phone it ended up being like an hour conversation yeah yeah we was like we was and just talking bro <laughs> we was just going back and forth and yeah. the way the way he adores you is um just amazing you know what i'm saying when i see how he looks at you um even watching like his emotions when like he's like his happiness for you. Right. Like is is unmatched. Like you're happy makes him 10 times happier. And ideally, I feel like that's like what a lot of people are missing in in today's relationships. You know what I'm saying? I
0: agree. I so
2: agree. when and one thing, like for you guys who've been married what now? Uh three years?
0: No. no. Two, two two and some change. Two and some change. Yeah. <laughs> For you yeah. guys,
2: what, what, what's been some like three, if you had to say three things, and it could come from both of you. Like what are three main things that are necessary to maintain such a healthy relationship?
0: Oh man. Um, number one, <clears throat> you have to be, you gotta be rooted in God. And I mean, like when I say rooted, I'm talking about like, unbreakable, unshakable, like unquestionably rooted in God. Um, Our pastor, shout out to William Bowie, um, we had marriage counseling before we got married and he drew a diagram for us and it was just a three pyramid. God was at the top, Ray and I were at the bottom and he said as long as you both are both on the side going up towards God, you guys will never fail. Um, And I think that's really what we truly try to strive for in our relationship. So number one, being rooted in God, communication number two um and then number three being able to be very real with your partner i mean like this is how i feel about you and you got to be able to take it but at the same time understand that it's coming from a place of love because i want you to understand how i feel about what's going on
2: right right and that's like pure unadulterated accountability
0: one hundred
2: percent. Yes. Uh, and I was having this conversation with um, someone uh, recently. I think it's tough nowadays because I think a lot of people do not have accountability with each other. And it's hard to have accountability with someone that, you know, there may be levels of anger and resentment. Those things do happen and occur in relationships. Absolutely But, um, you know, when you can be accountable with each other to have certain conversations I think that changes the trajectory of relationships now. But I think a lot of times um, I had a friend tell me one time that once you eliminate the option of walking away, you'll really see what you're made of. Absolutely.
0: 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. We, <laughs> yeah. It's so funny you said that because we literally, uh, again, our pastor asked us uh, before we got married, what was, you know, a deal breaker. Um, and Ray and I both decided that, you know, there weren't any deal breakers. Um, the only deal breaker we've kind of had is the, the baby thing that we talked about. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like somebody have a, like if Ray have a baby, I have a baby. Yeah, like, we just, yeah, we I'm straight. It. You good. Yeah.
1: yeah no,
0: good. Everybody cool. Yeah. yeah. Know, yeah. Feelings. <laughs> I ain't gonna put your name out there on Instagram. We just gonna say, you know, that's, yeah, you good. But you, I,
2: that's, that's really a supreme level of covering of giving grace to though. You know, what I mean, and, yeah. and people people don't understand what it means to give grace. And I've had to learn that in past relationships as well, that coming out of relationships it's important that you give grace to the person, even if they wronged you to the worst case. It's almost like how Joseph had to give grace to Mary that she was pregnant and he and he still had to hold on to her because he was giving he was extending his grace to her. Right. Right. Because right. he could have threw under the bus and said, nah, that's not my baby. Right. And then, yeah, right. I'm cool,
0: right, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Nah, that's, 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 that's. I think that's amazing. For you guys, what type of self-work did you guys have to do? Um, you feel like you have to do individually before coming into a relationship?
1: Um, Stuff I still have to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, working on communication. Uh, and she said that, and 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 a part, as far as uh, a very important part of keeping a relationship alive, but I wanted to harp more on it, Uh, communication, not only like verbal, but nonverbal skills. Like I had to learn a lot that I can't fix every problem. Mm. I had to learn, I had to learn very quick that there's not, sometimes there's nothing I can physically do to either take pain away or to make her happy or to, it's just, I, I can't do it. Um, so I learned, uh, the power of just being there sometimes, especially when there's times when, when there's a, a bad time in our life, she said, I, I would try to say, Hey, it's okay. Stop crying. You know what I'm saying? Right. Instead of Just being there and rubbing her back and sitting on the floor and crying for an hour. Like that's, that's, I found out just literally being there is, is a power within itself. So, um, it, it took a lot of, um, you, yeah. You 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 gotta you gotta hurt your ego. You gotta you gotta say, hey man, it's not about you right. at all. This 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 is not about you. You just, <laughs> you just need to be there. You just need to do what you can. Shut up sometimes if you need to.
2: Right, right, right. And
1: I I, 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 I learned that I learned that.
2: And I, and I agree with you because I think as men we're always gonna try and be fixers. We're always gonna try. We and and, and you know women we they do the same. We're all we're healers and fixers at the same time. So we internalize your partner's pain sometimes, but sometimes the internalization of that pain can lead to self-sabotaging. You know what I mean? You start to question whether you're enough. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? There are moments you're like, am I doing enough? Um, And that person, when someone shuts down, you start to say, what did I do? But sometimes it's understanding that in this journey, that sometimes that person needs time to heal on their own.
0: Yeah. right 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 um i think for me uh the biggest thing that i did uh before we got married or was it i think it was before um i went to counseling um mm-hmm. because back in 2012 uh, i lost my mother very suddenly um and i didn't process the grief of course mm. uh because i feel like um in the black culture, we just were never taught to process grief. We just were taught to deal with it and you move on, which is what I did. Um, And so for a very long time, five or six years, that's what I did. And I started to notice that those feelings of not processing that grief were starting to spill over into my relationship with him. And so I told him, I was like, this isn't isn't working for me. Like, I don't want whatever I'm going through to damage us. So I went to counseling. And I saw a therapist uh, for months, honestly, until we had the brain situation. But it helped, like, tremendously. Um, And it, it helped us because it allowed me to tell Ray, I don't need you to fix it. Like, you can't, you know, you can't bring my mom back. You just have to be there. And that's why now he's amazingly there all the time. You know, when I have my moments of sadness and those hour cries, he's just, He's perfected the Mr. Miyagi. Like, it's yeah,
2: it's his thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because, I mean, even what you said, we were just talking about that recently um, when it comes down to, like, understanding that, you know, each person's happiness is their own personal journey. You know what I mean? And it's so, you know, in, in this day and age, you know, you watch all the movies, you complete me, we are without you i am nothing but realistically the best form of 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 an amazing relationship is two people that have that are have done their own individual work right decided to take this journey together yeah Yeah. you know what i mean i i I came up with this metaphor the other day it was so crazy and hopefully i can say it correctly Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and we're talking about the journey of love. And it's like how it's like climbing a mountain, right? And the goal, if you're going with somebody, is for both of you to reach the top of the mountain. But what you realize in that journey that once you start climbing up the mountain and you get to the top of the mountain, the most important part of the journey was the journey from A to B together, Like that's where the real goal is. You get to the top and you realize this wasn't the important part. Right. The the most amazing part of the journey was what we went through together. Right.
0: Right. Very true. Yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And that's, and that's dope to see that, you know what I mean? Like, cause a lot of people don't understand the importance of doing that self-work before. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You
2: know what I mean? And, 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 you know, the crazy part I've learned that even today, it's hard. But if you haven't done the self work and you get married, you can go. It's like going into going to sea and realizing that your sail is messed up. You can't go back to go right. fix. Right. You have to fix the sail at sea. You get, yeah. Right,
0: right, yeah. right. Literally. So,
2: yeah, wow. yeah, and, and that's and that's that's a real uh, important part of the journey for me. I mean, me for me and for you, Roz. One thing I, I noticed. um, like, I know you said that, you know, in 2013, if I remember correctly, is when you were diagnosed with um, the um, brain cancer.
0: The first time, yes.
2: Yeah, yes. the first time. Yes. So how much different was, okay, when that first occurred, I'm going to ask you this. When that first occurred, how did that test your faith?
0: You know, honestly, um, I, was, I was honestly in the middle of the road at that point. Um, God and I had a lot of very intense conversations because a year and a half prior, again, I had lost my mother. Um, my mother was a pastor, like a pastor, like Carol Royal was it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, at the time when, when my mother died, so suddenly I couldn't understand why God took, you know, my mother, like, you know, she's doing what you want. This is yeah. This is the path that you tell people to walk and you'll protect them, but you took her and I'm like, I don't really, I don't really get this. So I had my moments now, now I've never doubted, but just kind of questioned, you know, what, what, what was the purpose? What, what's the reasoning? So when the brain cancer came around the first time, it didn't hit home because I was still in the middle of the road about my mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I was very numb to it because after losing my mother, nothing even now, Ray can tell you this nothing affects me literally if it doesn't bother George which is my dad and if it doesn't bother him I'm fine You're
2: like better. literally
0: um so it didn't it didn't bother me I was numb to it um, <laughs> I just I, I took it as a as another thing that that God was throwing at me, and I was like, "All right, I'm I'm going to beat this too," and that's that literally was my thought um, because I was like, "I lost my mother. Nothing can nothing can break me. Nothing."
2: Right. Right.
0: And right. That, that's yeah. That's where I was at. Yeah.
2: And and now going into this second. Um, oh yeah. Second <laughs> bout. Right now, how much different was this battle when now having this amazing young gentleman by his side? Dude. Come on. <laughs> this this amazing. Um, <laughs> let me frame it.
0: Let me frame it.
2: <laughs> this this per this place of peace. This this you know, like when people Take say a <laughs> peace of mind is the real bag, but when your husband is your peace, you know what I mean? He is that oh. person like it. <laughs>
0: listen, let me say this. Y'all can say that because y'all only get like two minutes of race singing. When you get 27 hours and 98 minutes of race singing every day, the peace kind of go out the window after the first two years. So you know, <laughs> yeah. I have I have learned to uh deal with my piece in a certain way, dude I would say it that way. Um, but the second time was very different. Um the second time, I was I was I was nervous, but I wasn't nervous for me. Um, I was nervous for my dad uh, because his baby girl is having brain surgery again, and I was nervous for Ray uh, because his wife that we had just celebrated our one year anniversary a couple months prior, um, mm-hmm. and here I am about to have brain surgery. Um, so I had my uh, my my fears um, and. Never forget this. It was right after um, we had gotten the news um, and we were going to the doctor like three or four times a week. And one night I was up because I cannot sleep um, ever. And I was just up and I was just in my thoughts. And I just got on my knees on the couch, side of the couch. And I said, God, I can't do this. Like, I just can't. I can't take all of this. Like, I just can't do it. Um, You got it. Whatever you need, you got it. I can't do it no more. And at that moment, I I gave it to God. And ever since then, not a single care, not a single concern. Has it been hard? Absolutely. But the hard times have never, ever, ever outweighed what God has given me at the end. Like, never. Mm. So, yeah.
2: Now, for you, Mr. Ray. Now, in, in this journey, you just married this amazing, beautiful woman um you're taking this journey together for life yeah and um now this diagnosis comes where part one is how was your faith tested in this situation
1: um it, it it was tested to where well do you do you really believe i am who you say I am? The songs that you sing in church every Sunday, and, and do you really believe this stuff? Because now it's coming down your street. Um, mm-hmm. And um, after, so so I have to commend my wife because the way she delivered the news um, was so resolute that I didn't have a chance to say, "Oh well," you know what I'm saying. She said, "Hey, wh- where are you at? Are you working? I need you to sit down." Um, they saw something on my scan. Um, Everything's gonna be all right. I might have to have surgery, but we're gonna be good. And I said, um, "All right, what you, what you need me to do?" So from from that point, it was, "Let's beat it. Let's beat it together." So I mean, there's there were times like right before the surgery, mm-hmm. um, literally going going into the hospital when it, when it really got real. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a little it was a little intense, um, but I had prayer warriors around me. Right. My mom came, came up. Um, her dad was here. Yeah, my home pastor. So when I was weak, I had others to keep me strong. Right. And that's a, that's, a, that's a huge, huge part. Um, I, I think you need to make that a part of your, of your self-work, finding, finding people around you that can lift you up when, you, when you're weak. First, right. understanding that you're not going to be strong all the time. We got to get that out of our head. You right. can't, You can't do this thing alone. No matter how strong, you just can't do it. So having that circle around you of strong people who can lift you up, who can pray for you, who can say it's going to be all right, who can be that shoulder you can cry on. Right.
2: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, and, and that's, I think, I say it. This year has been like, it's a few words that have like resonated with me a lot in this season, like accountability. yeah, Yeah. Intentionality. Discernment. Absolutely. But when we talk about the accountability, um, levels of accountability here, because I think it's so important that people get to because as as a community, um, I think we don't have like these conversations a lot that discuss these specific things, because as men, not only as a couple, like let's take away the, the, the relationship accountability. Now, as men, like it's important for men to have other men around them. Who keep them accountable? Absolutely, I mean, because right now, if you look at what social media says and what it promotes, like most likely, most men don't really have a circle of men around them that can hold them accountable and say why they need to be a certain way with their wives, why they need to be a certain way with their daughters, why they need to be a certain way with their mothers. So yeah. your, your accountability, accountability circle. Um, how do you guys keep each other accountable?
1: Um, <laughs> uh, so my, my circle of friends are, 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 are pretty wild. They're, they're, they're my boys. Um, but I'm, I'm usually the one who's, who's trying to keep everybody on the straight and narrow. Right. Um, uh, so just, just that camaraderie, man, just, just knowing that you got, um, brothers like true brothers who are not going to judge you um, who, who's going to keep it real with you, um, who's going to be there when you need them. Um, and just, just knowing, just knowing that you've got somebody that you can call, like just the power of that alone is, is just so warming. Cause i I've, we see people all the time, homeless people, people who don't have anybody. Right. Like just, just having somebody by himself. It's, right. it's just great, great feeling. So that brotherhood and just, just we, we talk shit to each other every day, bro. Like you come into the group chat, you're going to get flamed. <laughs> you better be ready for it. But, you know, it's coming from a place of love, man. So um, and we, we talk we talk about women and relationships and I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it, man.
2: I'm sure. So <laughs> nah, the group, the, the group chat is like, you know, I have a group chat as well. Like, the group chat just it goes on all yeah. times of the night. It's football, it's, about women, everything. it's uh, men issues. Now, as we're getting older, now we talk about stocks. Yeah. We're talking about uh, generational wealth we yeah. are talking about mental health. I mean, when it comes to holding your friends accountable, when it comes to mental health, how do you do that though? Because, you know, like I have a few friends that I can sit and talk with and I'm like, and I know for a fact that they have to go do the work because they're, they're always wondering why their relationships are sabotaging and, and why certain situations are happening. But a lot of times they're pointing the finger at the other person, but realistically, um, you know, I've heard my therapist say it, and she says it all the time. Man, you attract what you attract is what you are already. Like, if you're somebody who's a codependent person, if you're if you're you're a codependent person, you're gonna attract another codependent person. It's not a very dependent soul person does not attract a codependent. Right, person. right. You know what I mean? So it's just, I mean, and the crazy thing is, once you get into a relationship, there are levels of codependency that right. occur. What do you? Codependency. Do you guys feel like you have levels of a codependency now?
0: I don't, that's, <laughs> that's hard for me to answer. And Ray can tell you, I'm, I'm a very, like, I got it. That's, and I'm an, I got it girl, because that's how I was raised to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray provides me uh, a great level of, emotional support because he says I have no soul so <laughs> <laughs> so because <laughs> uh, she can eat
1: she can drink a coffee fresh out the machine so she don't <laughs> need to cool down nothing
0: it's hot coffee that's like that's so how much. you drink it it's hot
1: just bare <laughs> <Damn. laughs> no soul brother
0: so um, I wouldn't say it's a source of codependency, but I would say it's it's a great like it's a super addition. You know what I'm saying? Um, to have. Um, but I would like to answer on the accountability part for friends. Yeah,
2: um, for yeah, for you as women too.
0: Um, for me as women. So I have a friend that was previously married for about ten years, and then I have a best friend who has never been married. Um, and having those two different spectrums. Um. I'm able to, you know, still kind of always ask out. hey, let me ask you this because you're not in the situation. So outside of the box, how do you feel? And I know that those two people always hold me like 100%, like, no, Roslyn, you are wrong. Like, you stupid. <laughs> you sound right, dumb. Right. Yeah, you should go apologize. Or they'll say, ah, you kind of right. This is, you know, you should say this. And they'll also say, don't be mean say it like this because I have a way of delivering. Sometimes that's a little um, hard.
2: (laughs) 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 I (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, that really touches on a very important topic that I I have conversations with people about in regards to um, women, how important it is for women to have, like men always gonna have, the circle, but women are more likely to say, I'm good by myself. Right. But the downside of that tends to be the fact that there's no one for you to bounce your thoughts off. Right. So when you're right, you're right. Right. When you're wrong, you're right. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Because there's no one to hold you accountable. Right. Literally. and and I think it's so important because, like, you know, there comes times when people are in relationships and they become so dependent solely on each other that, like, it's hard for them to even communicate these right and wrongs between each other because, you know, one person's right and one person's wrong. And that's just the way it's, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But realistically, as men, a lot of times, and we've learned, like, you know, I've learned, like, you know, like, just being in a relationship that, you know you're gonna like, even when you're wrong, even when you're 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 right, you kind of gotta be wrong if you, you <laughs> want peace. You want peace? I kind of gotta listen, be wrong. If you want peace, brother, just listen. You don't, pick your battles. Say
0: just it, right. You, gotta say it, you, gotta you <laughs> got to pick them. You got to pick them.
1: I'm telling you, listen. If any men out there right now pick your battles, and most but, of the time. But you know.
0: Also, let me say this before you say that. It's also a place of growth when you can say to each other that neither one of us is right or wrong, but we can mutually agree we just that we agree. That we're not we're not going to agree. I understand your point and you understand mine, but we're just not going to have the right or wrong. And we have gotten to that point also. So like push Yeah, it's it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. We good. <laughs> I understand your point, you understand mine. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, so let me ask you something. What does Ray say when He's trying to make peace. What's his What's his key phrase <laughs> to making peace?
0: It's, he doesn't say anything. That's the thing. <laughs> Ray is a very tactical person. I think it's the Taurus in him. So um, he doesn't say anything. He will either, one, ask me if I want to eat or if I'm hungry, or mm-hmm. two, he will creep up behind me and try to hunch on me and yeah. smell the back of my neck. Yeah. That's it that's that, that's how ray makes up um, and i have and i have grown to understand um, that that's his way of saying all right i won't fight no more <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah yeah
2: now what what's what's rosa's um method of making peace what's her white flag
1: um, she she'll just she'll just look at me, say, I don't want to beef with you. Like she will just tell me, "Listen, I don't got the energy for this right now. I don't want to argue. I don't want to beef with you. Let's just let's just forget it." So and and I know that's coming from a sincere place because like we both like to argue. Like we 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 enjoy <laughs> no, we do, not. We, do <laughs> we, we enjoy a passionate
0: a passionate discussion. A passionate <laughs> like we enjoy
1: it. But it, and, but it gets to a point to where hey we're talking about the same thing. same thing in the first and, and, yeah. and we get to a point to where man, you know what, it just it's not working. By the time we get to whatever point we were trying to make it got lost yeah. in, in all other stuff. Yeah. And listen, I'm not gonna be mad at you. it's, it's just no I ain't going nowhere. And you know what I'm saying? You ain't going nowhere. while we argue right we're now? Right Let's right just here. figure it out. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Right.
1: And right, that right. takes a level of maturity that we literally just 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 got to. Just
0: and we're in year five and we just got to that, thankfully.
1: Cause we uh-huh. would go days without without talking to each other, like days. in the same house. Days day, without saying what? anything to each other, bro. What
0: we would talk about food. Yep. And that's yeah. it. That's yeah, it.
2: That's- I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm weak. You know, what I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'm weak when it comes to that. I'm, you know, I, I saw a meme the other day. It said, "No matter how big the bed, she gonna put her leg on your leg." <laughs> I'm the one at two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, let me, let me put this leg right, right. on top of yep. her leg. That's I'm
0: right. Sorry.
2: Let me. Let me. Let's toe touch real quick. You got You got You got an easier way in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then that the, the no other touch. part is the other. The other one for me is. Um, you want coffee? <laughs> That's it. Coffee is it? You okay? You coffee? coffee. Coffee is a peacemaker. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, your yeah, but see,
0: Ray don't drink coffee, yeah, so I'll yeah. Her. I'll go get her. One. But yeah, if he offer coffee, I'll be like, okay, yeah, we can be <laughs> friends. I'm okay now. Yeah. And I'm then my final
2: doing. part for me is always like, if I throw the gospel music, man, you can't beef over gospel music. <laughs> you really can't. You can't beef over gospel music. <laughs> That's a low blow, brother. That's a low that blow. That is so dirty.
0: Listen.
2: Wait, wait, man. I'm, I'm throwing some gospel on the car. I'm convicting you the whole ride. I'm if driving.
0: <laughs> ever having a passionate discussion That's a low blow, and God. he throw on some some gospel, I'm sending you a real aggressive direct message, sir. <laughs> I just want to let you know I'm real <laughs> I got a of attitude one. with you right now. I'm yeah, I'll make sure I send you a
2: message. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, cool. So, um, Before we jump into the game, though, I do want to touch on the fact that you guys have these amazing hoodies on. Come on. You see it. So, you know, we got to make sure we get the drop for that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So absolutely. And you see I got mine on. You know? Appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate y'all too, man. It's such an amazing thing to see what this pandemic has been able to bring out of us. You know what I mean? Okay. The ultimate hustler. Has has come out because we, you yeah. know, what I mean, just as a people, we have to have, we have to have four to five streams of income. You know what I mean? We can't just be depending solely on one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Right.
2: So, um, I do want to play this game. Okay. So the game is I'm gonna ask a few questions. Now, I'm gonna ask a question, and I'm gonna ask Ray a question about. I'm gonna ask both of you a question, but Ray is gonna answer the question. His question first. Okay. So I'm going to write it down. Whatever the question is, I'm going to ask what I'm going to ask a question about Roz. You're going to write it down and show it to the screen. And I'm going to see if what she says correlates to what you wrote down. OK. All right. That's right? Fair. So, you know, I'm going to start with the simple first one. The first one is what is Roz's favorite food? <laughs>
1: there we go. Uh, well you eat a lot, you eat a lot of stuff. Let's um, see what
0: the guesses are. I'm interested.
1: Mm. Okay, here we go. Mm. Mm, hope I spelled that right. I <laughs> okay, I know it's coming. Mm. How many is, it, is this an
0: A, B, C, and D? Or... It's yeah. kind
2: of it's kind of a one thing, but if you put all right now. Ross, yes. what is your favorite food or meal? Food or meal. I
0: like breakfast
2: mm-hmm.
0: meal. Wait, so you threw me off with the meal situation. I think that's. <laughs> I what have to mean.
2: add meal in there to help you out a little. Yeah. Bit. So, what's your favorite? If y'all went out to eat, what's the what's your favorite like choice of food?
0: <laughs> see, that's hard because yeah. Well, this
1: she she eating this by herself. This is something she's gonna eat by herself. Mm. Oh, sushi. No.
0: <laughs> what' I eat by myself
1: how so many choices How many chances she get?
2: ah, right, you get one more one more
0: Eating by myself
2: <laughs> terrible Now I- we would go out to eat and this is what you would order and but he's definitely not ordering it because apparently no
1: she blew go to this place by herself
2: mm. we don't we don't we not gave you some answers now. <laughs>
0: I'm terrible, so I don't by myself go to this place by myself.
2: All right, we're gonna help you out. Show it to yeah, us.
0: Yeah, bro. <laughs> how <many times> you, <laughs> uh, bro you literally,
1: yo. I, and I never go to the Jamaican spot with you. He
0: will smoke my plate out. With but you. I don't. go I'm with talking you. about smoke. I'm talking about.
1: But home. I don't go. Chicken <laughs> bones how, how bust down. Times, how many times have I been to? All Jamaica?
0: right. All right.
2: All right, so Roz, now we're going to do the same thing. Yes, sir. So you wrote, did you write it down already? Oh. What is what is his favorite food? She'll get this right. Is it, um, you easy. It's easy for you.
0: It's so easy.
2: <laughs> Take your time. Shut up. We got all that. She, write, she writing the appetizers, too. Right. No, yes.
0: I'm writing the whole thing. Can you see it?
2: Yep, yep. All right. So, so Ray, what's your favorite food?
1: She either put barbecue ribs, chicken, <laughs> or steak.
2: You got the barbecue right.
0: There's oh, okay. <laughs> chicken right there. Barbecue chicken. chicken yeah, right we got here. the
2: barbecue chicken. Yep, for sure. What you got? And you got I got there,
0: right? bacon and barbecue sauce.
2: <laughs> and no barbecue That's
0: sauce. all he eats. Barbecue sauce, bacon. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and chicken. And chicken.
2: Yeah. All right. We got we got we got four more questions. All right. So let's go. All right, Ray. What's Roz's who's Roz's favorite artist? Roz's favorite artist. That's a go-to in a car, probably.
1: Like a okay, like a singer. Okay.
2: Singer, yep. I think I know Ray's. Right. (laughs)
0: Everybody know mine. I don't need to write mine down. I can to say this out loud, but I mean I'll write
2: the initials. All right. So Roz, who's your favorite artist, go to in a car?
0: If it's a guy, it's Anthony Hamilton.
2: If it's a girl.
0: Uh, if it's a girl, uh, Jasmine Sullivan right now.
2: Hmm. Fire. Fire. He got that right. Yeah. He got that right.
0: Oh yeah. Jelly 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 from Philly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Uh, so
2: you, yeah. so you, you was tuned into that battle.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Listen. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so
2: who who's who's our, who's Ray's favorite artist?
0: Um, I think the answer might be
2: um Wait, 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 wait. Cause I want to make sure you write it. Let me see. I can't see. Hello, Okay, yeah, I got it. I, I see it. John Legend <laughs> Yeah, we knew that. We knew that. Yeah. We yeah. all knew that. You would have said somebody else. <laughs> If you would have said somebody else, I said my boy is trying to be different tonight. Right? He's right. yeah, right. lying to everybody <laughs> in these
0: streets. Everybody. Skipping point.
2: All right, cool. So, um, you know, there's five love languages, right? What is Ray's Raz? What is Ray's love language? Uh,
0: Ray's love language
2: well, is. I think you have to write it. Oh, yeah, write it.
0: Write
2: it. Oh, Ray, you know your love language. Yes. And and you can write hers down right now too, so we can
0: he got two. Ooh.
2: Two. All right, cool. I cool. Got, got that. that.
0: So got two so two,
2: Ray, what's yours? You can tell me. Um, mine's either going to <laughs> where she will put
1: um either uh what's the thing, acts of uh expression of gifts or something like that, or touch. Touch. Okay.
2: We got
0: oh, well, that? We there you go. Words of affirmation.
2: Yeah, ah, yeah. She, she wrote both of those down. Okay, so. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah wow. what, what is Roz's? Let me see. Let me see. Okay. Yeah. And Roz, what's yours? I'm gonna go with. I'm, let, let's shoot for the first and the second. Cause. Okay.
0: The number one is gifts. Stuff. Is that right? Oh. <laughs> 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 That's what it is. Yeah. And then numbers, I, mean, I know what it is. And then number two is either words of affirmation
2: or touch. Oh, so that's amazing. So you you guys yeah. both like touch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: I feel like I never come across couples that both like touch. It's one person that likes touch and one person that's like, eh, I could do without that. But that's, that's amazing, though. Yeah. I'm a touch yeah. person too. Yeah. And I'm yeah. words. I'm a I'm a touch person and I'm a words of affirmation. You know, I, I need you to let I me mean, not tell me about yeah. me sometimes. Tell me I'm
0: great. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right.
2: right, right. What, what, do you, what is Roz's pet peeve? Like what <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Don't stay right down. Don't even don't even and Roz, breathe. you you can write his down while you're waiting. What is
0: his pet peeve for me?
2: You can write it down. Yeah. You can write it down while you no, no, what's his pet peeve that what's the thing that bothers him?
0: I don't know. that's my I don't know. That's what I'm trying to think about. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait, I do know. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Wait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Roz. What is, no, no. Ray, what is Roz's pet peeve? What's, wait, what's her pet peeve? No, what what you wrote down for her. What bothers her the most?
0: Oh, should I answer what I no, think no. it
2: is? You, ask, you tell me.
0: So I think it's, no, what bothers me? Well, he wrote down was that damn trash. I can tell you what it is. He <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. And he you know what it is. <laughs>
2: hey, Ray, look, I am right there with you. It's not like we intentionally say, come on, bro, the garbage, we're not gonna take it out. Come on, come on. We wake up, we on the phone, we rush into work, you know, we halfway down the highway, and guess what happens? We're driving on the highway, and we say, Oh my God, I left the garbage. Listen, listen. No, that's not the case. case. He works remote,
0: so that's not even an excuse. He ain't driving down the highway nowhere. (laughs) He going from the couch to the other room, so no. That ain't it. What was mine then?
1: All right, what's what's hers?
0: What did I write down for you? Oh,
1: chewing that damn gum?
0: Oh, yeah, you do like that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No no gas in the car. Oh Oh, my God. (laughs)
1: Listen, she will drive on. I'm talking about below E. Below just, just e. roll. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know? But you
0: know what? Honestly, I've got in my defense, I have gotten better because I have a. So I used to have a Tahoe, and now I have a car now, and the car is like, you know, I I can really gauge the gas now. So
1: she will drive no around but
0: the was, entire city. I told Ray okay. when we first met, I don't like to pump gas, and he knows that. Like, I just don't do it.
2: It's Pumping gas is up.
0: beneath me. I just you can't know, do it. You
2: know what y'all need to do, right? What's that? Y'all got to move to Jersey because we don't. We have we have gas attendants.
0: No, thank. Oh you. yeah, y'all do.
1: Yeah,
2: y'all do. Yeah, people do that. Entire.
1: Y'all also
0: got snow. Yeah, I'm out on that. That part. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. We out on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And I last exactly.
2: our, cool. our last question on here, and um, this is always for building. What's the biggest thing that um or what's something that you would love for your partner to change or adjust? Like what is that one thing that's like if, if they had to change or adjust, is it if it's like, oh, Roz works too much or or Ray is always working out too much or if it's social media? What is that one thing? If you could adjust if it, either one of you could adjust if it's worry, if it's something like that, what is it? What is that one thing? And it says you guys don't have to write this down. If there's one thing, you don't have to write this one down. Okay. If You could say you could say this one. If there's one thing that that, that you could help or that, that you would suggest as far as changing, what would it be? You
0: go first.
1: Um, mm, I, would, I wouldn't want her to try mm. to control as many things as she tries to control. Mm. Um, she wants to be in charge of of, of, everything. she wants, she wants to know the answers to, 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 to she always wants, right. she wants to carry it. So if, if I could just get her to be a little more carefree, like me, uh, right, yeah. Um, I am carefree, it's
0: just certain things. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I think the the thing that uh, man, <laughs> I think the one thing that I would <clears throat> that I would maybe ch- not change but adjust is maybe how Ray goes so hard, like at his shows every week, whenever he has them um, at church every week. Um, I wish that there was a way to kind of spread it out so it's not. Like, he's given 298%, you know what I'm saying, of himself. And he's, like, days he's trying to recover. Like, he's been drinking hot tea for the last few days because he hasn't been able to talk because his voice has been gone. So I wish, right. you know, it. Uh, I, you know, maybe John Legend will just hear, see this conversation, and he'll just send him a DM. And mm-hmm. there, there it is. But, you know, maybe he go. could. From your, mouth,
2: from your mouth to God's ears.
0: There it is, just like that. And there it is. <laughs> <like that. laughs>
2: but yeah, that would be the only thing. Yeah. No, nah, I get it. I love it. Um, it's such an amazing thing to see two people that just, that like uh, the way your love flows is, is really like a breath of fresh air. You know what I mean? It, it gives inspiration to so many people about um, hope, you know what I mean? And love. And, and being able to find that equal yoke with someone, just being patient and trusting God's process. You know what I'm yeah. saying?
0: Yeah. And I yeah. think that
2: it took, for you guys, it may have taken that, you know what I mean? You can let me know if that's something that, but like for you guys, when it came to finally get to a place where you were by yourself and she was by herself, um, what moment do you think was there where it was like, you know, God, I'm releasing to you to find to to bring me who you want for me.
1: <clears throat> you got that one.
0: Um, you know, I had honestly been preparing myself uh for months for a while, uh, to kind of get into the <clears throat> serious relationship realm. Um But it was a lot of mental preparation. Honestly, um, understanding that everything that came my way wasn't really meant, you know, for me to entertain. It was just, you know, a lot of it was a test to really see if you were truly ready. Because if you entertain everything, you really won't know when that one thing comes that you need to pay Mm -hmm. attention to. So I didn't entertain everything. I just was very focused. I worked all the time. And then uh, when I met Ray, I instantly fell in love with him. No doubt. Um, Which is why now even... Going into year five, we can still be around each other uh, thirty-five hours a day, mm-hmm. you know, and and still <laughs> have little small jokes. That's the thing I think that also keeps our relationship where it's at is uh, the fact that we laugh a lot um, and we oh, share okay. a common like sense of humor between each other. Um, that we always always laugh like always. I see it. Yeah, I
2: see it all the time. Yeah. yeah, man, it's
1: it's a beautiful thing, bro. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing.
2: Um, the question was how did I prepare myself to do that? Yeah. get yeah. to a space where you were ready when you knew that, like, it was time to be with someone. Because I think a lot of times people don't take the time to figure, like, people are constantly dating and dating and dating and dating, yeah. and dating. And I've learned from different people that sometimes, you know, a lot of times when I hear people talk about when they finally, like, are connected to that person, it became from a place where they were first in solitude for a while. Yeah. You know? So oh, I mean oh, it doesn't man. have it doesn't have to be that story. You could have been dating no, your life today. Y- 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 <laughs> in them streets, in them streets, <laughs> My boy Ray was for them streets.
0: <laughs> the light skin fade was out there, Ladelle. Out there.
2: Um it
1: um the, the same thing. The 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 day and the moment that I met her and saw her, um, that that night really uh, it changed my life. Like to to be honest, like I knew that I was that I was done. Like we say it all the time. Um, as soon as we met each other, yeah, no. it was like we literally jumped head first, and it was completely reckless. And we don't advise anybody <laughs> to do what we did. Nobody, because <laughs> we moved at light speed, Damn. brother. I'm yeah. talking about six months in. Engaged. I'm getting, I'm getting my knee dirty. Yeah, like so. I it was it was just something that I literally still can't described to this day when I'm not around her, I'm thinking about her. I want to be around her. Um, everything that I'm doing is is to make sure that she's good. Um, it's it's just it's just a feeling that I I I literally need her. Um okay. and, and, and there's points because we're human that we we may not be fooling with each other. You fine. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the the love there is just it's she's literally a part of me. Um okay. Mm. And that's, that's an attraction, like a magnetic field that I had no power over. I just, I had to get in line and say, Hey, this is God put you here. I know you want to still be selfish and do all this stuff, but you got to come on, come on, start, start, get yourself together.
2: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I, I love it. Look at that. That's (laughs) you can't, you can't make that up. (laughs) My, My final question for you guys. Um, And I know like, you know, I I feel like the normal conversation most people want to ask to talk about, you know, bringing cancer and talk about for me, the love is, is, is this conversation of love is a healer, you know what I mean? And with what happened, like with the diagnosis, with everything that happened to you guys, um, now that you guys are an inspiration to so many people, do you think that the purpose that you once had has been realigned to something else? Like your purpose as not just as individuals together is now, um, has changed because of this, this, this battle that you, um, you had to deal with twice.
0: Um, you know, I think I always, um, I always had this purpose, even with the first time I just didn't listen or pay attention to it the first time because I was so focused on my mother passing away and I couldn't focus my my intentions or what was really supposed to be happening on it onto anything else. Right. Um, <clears throat> with the second time being six years older, uh, being married, um, having a different uh, outlook on life, being completely in a different space spiritually. Um <laughs> it's uh, it's different. Um, I'm gonna let you answer. So I'm gonna come back. Yeah, I'm gonna let you so answer. So I'm gonna let you answer. So I'm
1: gonna come back. Um, I I don't think the purpose is so much changed as I I understand it better now.
2: The Vision uh, clearer.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, I see now. Okay, this is this is what's going on because initially, and and, uh, when we were in the beginning interviews, I didn't understand. Like you would see a headline that said "Husband Serenades Wife," like that was the headlines everywhere. And I'm like, Yo, why is this? How is this news? Like if you're if you're a husband and your wife's sick, your wife's going through anything, how are you not? What are you doing? Until I started getting messages from literally everywhere, a, a 16 year old uh, black kid um, DM'd me. He said, "Man, what you're doing for your wife and, and the the example that you're setting? We don't see that anywhere from from people that look like me." And then I'm getting messages from from women who said, "I wish I had that type of support. My, my husband left me. My boyfriend left me when I when I got sick." So All now. Right. Now, I understand well, it's way bigger than, than just us right now. We're inspiring the world by just literally loving on each other. Um, right. So it, it, was, it, was a, it was a better understanding of the purpose. Like, now, what do we have to do? What's our message? We just got to continue to push positivity, continue to push love, and continue to, to, to welcome people into this family. Because right. this family is what brought us through a whole lot of stuff. Right. from the from the first surgery when i put first put the first video up on instagram i had no idea what was going to happen i had no idea so many people loved on us and cared about us got That's thousands it. and thousands of messages still getting messages from all over the world literally all over the world and it's it's unbelievable man it's right. unbelievable um i i
0: just had to the the purpose part is uh it's very um it's a lot because you never really understand the impact that your life makes on other people until you really step back and see like how many people you've impacted right um the cancer journey uh was a purpose um the strength that i felt like i tried to show every time was a purpose um the God given husband that I had, as a support system was a purpose. It was really honestly my 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 thought that I, I honestly have with the situation is God was telling me the first time, hey, I'm gonna give you this. And I know that I wasn't in that in the mind frame to deal with it. But the first time was, okay, you have brain cancer, brain surgery, you had it, you got over it, you were fine. So the second time when I got it in my mind, even though I had the worries, my purpose in my mind was like, you already beat this one time, you can do it a second time. But in the larger picture, I saw at the same time, what God was telling me like, hey, you. I'm giving you this twice and I'm going to heal you, but you got to tell everybody what I did this time since you didn't the first time.
2: Mm. And then also
0: you have somebody with love, to see really what what really love is about and also what God can do. So it was very two purposely driven things that came together, I feel, for me uh, to make all of this come where it's at right now.
2: Right, right, right. And um, that's that's just being obedient, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You no, know, I say it all the time. And Something I've learned from someone else is just that when you're obedient, when God puts something on your heart the first time, it won't feel like a sacrifice later. You know what I mean? And I think with what you're doing and what you guys are doing, like you're literally um, being of service and um, it's just amazing to see. I think that um, if I had to say, like, if you had just to us as a people, like one of the things that people don't touch on is the necessity of having to do things like checkups and stuff like that. And you're as a woman, You know, um, what type of advice? And I I was really rapping, but I really thought about that. It's important. Like I would be be doing a disservice if I don't have you at least, um, if for our community as, as African Americans, as Hispanics, as just Brown people in general, um, what words of advice would you say to people who are like in this space, like you know, like who need to, like, because I think a lot of people don't even think of like going to do checkups. You know what right.
1: I mean? Yeah, don't.
2: It's just yeah. like not their business. Like you know, they they're not worried about that. So like, right. if you had to give a word to people, like, what would it be?
0: Um, the number one thing uh, would be just because you feel okay doesn't mean that you're okay. Uh, because I felt okay for many years, um, and then in 2012 is when, 2013, I'm sorry, is when I initially found out I had a tumor the size of an orange. So for years, I felt fine. I mean, I would have normal headaches, but um, I would encourage people to always get checked up, number one. Um, I know that we in the black and brown community have a stigma about certain doctors and medical professions, but I feel that the same way that God gives pastors and preachers a word is the same way He acknowledges doctors and gives them the ability to operate and to perform things. So we should trust mm-hmm. certain people, um, and then also make sure that you know you're listening um, to your body and knowing genetically where you come from. Um, I think that's what we don't do a lot in the Black community is figure out what our grandmama's grandmama had because somehow it may catch up to you, and you know. Even still, I don't know where I got brain cancer from. There's nobody that I've talked to, my dad or my mother's side, that have had brain cancer. So how did I, a healthy young adult, get it? You know what I'm saying? Out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So I definitely encourage people to always make sure you're very conscious of where you're coming from, genetically, health-wise. And then always get checked up every year. Um, I'm a person that just got my first dose of the vaccine, the coronavirus Mm -hmm. vaccine. I'm fine. Yeah. Didn't have any symptoms at all. Um, I was saying everybody keeps saying this around the second dose, but, you know, I'm just doing it. Number one, because of my situation, the chemotherapy. Um, mm. And then number two, to use my platform to let more people, black and brown people know, you know, it's, I know we may have a stigma, but at the same time, like, Hey, I'm cool. Like it's okay. Right. So yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, look, I love y'all and I appreciate y'all because, we love you know, you. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing to create this organic, like energy that we have, you know, I spoke yeah, to Ray. I spoke to Ray. I got his number. I feel like we was talking on the phone, like boys, like, like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Women crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just talk, man. Yeah. It was like, like really like bouncing ideas off each other. And like, I know he was driving, he was on his way to work and he yeah. was like, we, like Chilling, talking on the phone for a minute. Oh, so. you,
1: you remember? You asked me like, "What it was like eight hours before sound service?" Oh <laughs> like, yeah, oh you know, like, yeah, I remember
0: that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm free. Let's do it.
2: And ever and that, since then, we yeah. go. That's that's the two hundred ninety eight percent that Roz is talking about that you give out so <laughs> much. But like it was, it's amazing to have been able to be of service and, 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 you know, God rewards that, you know what I mean? And, um, before we wrap, I definitely want to pray for y'all. So like, absolutely. So father Father God, we thank you for bringing us here today. We thank you for this love. We thank you for this peace, for this joy. We thank you for bringing Ray and Ross to this space for allowing us to be all, um, to be able to do this work for the kingdom, Father God. We're thankful for every single thing and opportunity you've given to us. We ask that you bless them. We ask that you guide them, that you lead them, that you give them knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Father God, we give them peace, that you give them love and a a never-ending flow of joy in their family, in their life. As they move forward, we ask that you continuously, um, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, Father God. We ask that you continuously heal them, that you give them more love, more blessings. And this year, next year, and every year after will be better than the next. Father God, we thank you and we thank you for this opportunity to be able to use this platform. We ask that you sit us down and you stand up. We know that it is done and we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen.
2: so, Love y'all. Thank y'all for coming on to this episode of The Unconventional Christian Podcast. Thank
0: you. And
2: and it's peace out to y'all. Love you, bro. Thank you. Peace.